They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Welcome back to For the Culture, the podcast where we discuss what's popping and what's relevant in the culture. My name is Michael Gervy. My name is Isaac Gall, and we got a great episode for you guys today. Whew. So it's been it's been a long time since we recorded a sports episode, <laughs> especially Michael and I together. Yeah. Uh, the last one we put out for sports was in August. We recorded in June, put it out in August as just a loose episode when we were you know on our little hiatus. And it was just Seth and I. Michael was probably studying for his exams at that point. Yeah. Um, but now we're back. We're back better than ever. We're going to get some music episodes coming out really, really soon. Really, really soon. Sorry. And we got an extra special sports episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking about the upcoming, or I guess the NBA season that has just gotten underway. We're going to be going over our award predictions for the awards for this year. Oh, yeah. Super excited. So we got MVP, Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man, Defensive Player, and Most Improved Player. Uh, I think that covered them all, Gravy. Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's all of them. All right, and not to mention that, but unfortunately Seth will not be joining us today, and we got an extra special guest here today. It's been a while since oh, we've yeah. had a guest, and we are so excited to welcome Caden Chan to the podcast <laughs> today. What up? Welcome, Thank you Kayden. for having me. Thank you How you doing, having. Caden? I'm good. I'm good. So, Caden has uh, recently uh, started a clothing brand. So, Caden, do you want to talk about your new clothing brand? Yeah, so uh, I I have a clothing brand uh, named Token. Uh, It's on Instagram, T-O-K-K-E-N. And it's it's just an affordable streetwear brand that I'm just trying out, trying out new things. I've always enjoyed designing things and creating things, so I'm really just uh, making a product, putting out a product that I like, and I think is good, and selling it to the public. Yeah, for Sweet. sure. Ah, right. uh, yeah, I saw um, some of the designs. They look really cool. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, um, I actually have a question. Yeah, yeah. Where did the, where the, where'd you get the name from? Is oh. that just, did you just come up with some random Yeah, that's name? a, that, it's actually a long story, even though, my brand's only been existing for less than a year. So originally, uh, when I first created my Instagram and started thinking about ideas, started designing, it actually started as privileged clothing. But um, I thought since like privilege now in society is used in a very negative light, um, I didn't really yeah, want people sure. to get like mixed up with what I was trying to represent as a brand. So token is privilege in Japanese. I am half Japanese and I am very involved and really enjoy like Japanese culture, streetwear, all that type of stuff. So that's where that came from. It's a bit more subtle than uh, privilege, obviously, because that's a very bold title. And it yeah, has sure. more of a personal connection to me, which is which which is nice. Wow, that is really know, cool. Like that. No, that's awesome. What what made you wanna go and start a clothing brand? Man, this is tough because, again, I said I like designing and creating things, but um, creating clothing and creating clothing to sell for the public wasn't really was a was a subconscious thought for a while, but didn't really come into play, and actually started to happen until the pandemic. I didn't really have much to do. There's no extracurricular activity, yeah. no social life, that type of stuff. So I thought I'd pick it up and try it, and I guess it's going well. Yeah, no, that's sick. Do you have any uh, any plans to expand in the future? Uh, I ideally would like to. Like, uh, it's a passion and it's a hobby, so it's something I love doing. So to be able to find success. Mm-hmm in in doing something i love would ideally be amazing but i guess we just have to 
take it by stride and for now and yeah one step at a time yeah try to expand within uh a small group right now which is like winnipeg so trying to get it around winnipeg and then hopefully into a broader view of canada and then globally yeah i know for sure um it's kind it's like cool because like um obviously um, like i don't have a clothing brand like neo Isaac, but like what we're doing here like this podcast it's like it's like the same thing almost yeah we we got to start out small and just kind of build it up from the bottom take it one step at a time for sure Yeah. yeah yeah i really uh i think it's so cool i've always uh you know admired you know like just streetwear and that kind of clothing and when i came across your brand on instagram i thought you know wow these designs are actually really really cool so, i appreciate that i appreciate that yeah so then when you yeah. reached out uh asking to you know just come on the podcast and be a guest we were more than happy because yeah. i was like wow this brand is actually no, really, i appreciate really cool. i appreciate it. i understand uh the the hustle and um the the amount you have to work as such a such a small production trying to make it and the perseverance and all that so i'm more than happy to come on and i'm thankful that you guys let me come on as well <laughs> no, yeah, yeah for, for sure, sure bro. for sure um so like what's it like have you i know you you haven't been doing it for too long but is there have you had any like struggles some tough encounters like yeah <laughs> it's been what? it's been a it's been a lot uh um so i so i actually print them all by hand i screen print so i have to create the design and uh like burn it into a screen and then print it on each individual shirt or hoodie so uh i guess starting from the bottom and um not not really having any gauge on what you're doing you run into a lot of problems but uh for sure as uh i guess as the brand progresses and as i get more comfortable it's it's become easier and i'm a lot more efficient with what i'm doing yeah no for sure we can definitely as michael said we can relate to you know just starting from nowhere you know not really many people to guide you or actually Mm -hmm. do you have anyone uh who you talk to who started a clothing brand or someone to guide you um not 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 really like uh the idea to create a clothing brand and all that was uh, very, fairly self. Like I, I, I didn't really have a motive with like other people. It's very individual, right? Yeah. Um. Finally, uh, what's uh, what's next immediately for the clothing brand? Do you have upcom- anything upcoming? Well, immediately, I mean, uh, we're we're dropping hoodies on the third. So in two two days when we're recording this, so hopefully hopefully that does well, and then uh, I guess near future and future, uh, ideally, I would like to drop a new piece uh, every two months, but then in between those months, I might start doing um, restocks or uh do one of one rework pieces so i guess (laughs) we'll have to stay tuned for that right all right so you heard him two days from when we're recording one day from when the podcast drops he's got a new hoodie coming up so everyone go out and buy it i guarantee it it's amazing show some love i appreciate it yeah for sure for real all right um i guess it's time to move into the you know, the main topic of the episode, which is the <laughs> NBA awards for this year. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be an interesting year. Obviously, you know, it's not it's not the standard NBA season that we're used to. You know, it starts in December. Was it 60 something games, 70 something games? Yeah. yeah, it's a weird schedule this year. Yeah. So the awards are, you know, it, it's a little different. It's not an 82 game stretch per se, um, mm-hmm. but I guess we'll just have to see what happens. So. Uh, the three of us have come prepared with to talk about our uh, picks for the awards, and let's just get right into it. You want to start with the MVP? Uh, no, I actually I don't. <laughs> think, I think MVP we should save. You think so? Oh, save I it want, for the end. I want to save MVP. I I really want to save MVP. All right, let's save MVP. What do you want to start with, rookie? Let's start with rookie. All right. All right. Uh, Caden, you want to give us your rookie of the year? Yeah, pick? yeah. First, first, I gotta ask. What what do you guys have a team? Who do you guys cheer for? 
Mm. Like, I was gonna ask that too. I'm a I'm, I'm a Raptors fan, oh, but like okay. I'm not you know a fanatic. You know, just mm-hmm. I live in Canada, support the Raptors. Yeah, uh, yeah it's honestly, same here. I feel like I'm a I'm a decently big Raptors. Fan. Yeah, yeah. Same. Try to watch most games. So I guess we're all on the same page a little bit. Okay. I guess. Good. I'm glad. I'm good. All right. So for rookie, all right. I got I got three main candidates. I got James okay. Wiseman. Lamelo Ball and Tyrese Halliburton. Ooh. Um, I'm leaning more towards James Wiseman just because he's been starting, and there's a lot of potential. He's a he's a great stretch five. He can shoot the three. He can run oh, yeah. the pick and roll. He can. He's he really is um, built for today's NBA game as a center, and he's also surrounded by. The squad at Golden State, which will be great for him, and I, I think there's a lot of potential there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that pick. Yeah, no, it's funny. I actually have the exact same, like three guys, really? in, and I also have like Wiseman as like my guy. I think he's gonna be the winner. Yeah. Um, because I can, I completely agree. I think his play style for a center, especially on a team that is lacking at the center position, he has all the room to grow in that role and he's just like his play style is like built for today's nba Mm -hmm. on a team with like his this team is on with his system they're just gonna let him like have the ball he's gonna be shooting three shooting like the mid-range um like his offensive game i think is what's gonna put him above like the other two guys that i had lamelo ball and tyrese Mm -hmm. um but on like i don't i wouldn't be surprised if lamelo ball like puts up great numbers all around like i don't know he he might he might if if it's not going to be wiseman i think it's going to be lamella ball and that's where i come in uh <laughs> my pick for rookie of the year is uh lamella ball with uh definitely a shout out to wiseman um i, I think it's g- definitely going to be one of the two um tyrese looks good but i tyrese think lamella is just in a position and especially like wiseman starting as you said and surrounded by guys like Curry and, you know, Kelly Oubre. Hasn't been playing great, but I think he'll definitely pick it up. Yeah. I think yeah. Wiseman's in a great position. But when you look at LaMelo, I think, first off, he's bound. You'd, you'd think he'd probably start eventually this yeah. season. And coming off the bench, he's putting up 10-5-4, and four, shooting 45%, 53% from three-pointer, uh, second in steals, and not even top 10 in minutes for rookies. That when I saw the the minutes for Lamelo, I was like, wow, the fact that he's about the the fact that he could put up those stats, so it really blew me away. And I definitely think that down the stretch, Lamelo, if he gets the opportunity in Charlotte and is able to start, he's got great court vision, and I think he'll be able to pick up the stats in a big way, and he could definitely take the award. But it wouldn't surprise me if Wiseman took it. At the beginning of the year, when we were planning on doing this before the season even started. I was going to come with, you know, a sleeper pick with Killian Hayes, but uh, he has not been performing, uh, let's no, just say. Yeah. No, not in the least bit. He also was going to be one of my guys. Yeah, yeah like I, I, I really liked his game coming out of the draft, but he just he hasn't been putting out the production yet, so hopefully that'll change, but I just didn't see any indication so far that to put him on this list, so that's what I got. Um yeah, I feel like the rookie so, of the year so we all is like kind of agree. I feel like the rookie of the year is like one of the easiest ones to pick and agree on. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. The hard, the harder ones are when you get to like six man, most improved yeah, defensive. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So I guess let's head into six man, Caden. Who you got at the six man? This one uh, was honestly pretty straightforward for me. I had, I had Karis Levert right off the top. Um, he, he. I think he's a he would be a starter at shooting guard or small forward for 25 of the other NBA teams, but because of Kyrie and KD, he's not getting those chances. And uh, he's, he's putting up good numbers. I think he needs to work a little bit on the consistency, but he's putting yeah. up uh, an easy 15 per 26 minutes. So that, that yeah. is my pick. I can honestly again I'm I'm completely agreeing with you. I also put Karis Levert as my winner for this. Um maybe it's cuz I have some bias cuz I met him once. <laughs> oh for real? I have a photo with him. That's yeah, sick. Him, like, That's sick. Met him like in an airport. <laughs> it's such a weird story, but um I have like a photo with him when I'm I was like 
15 or something. Yeah. Um, I think it was like his rookie season, but he is, I think he's one of the most underrated players in the league. That's a fact. Yeah. He's, he, he is such, he's a six man, but he's such a starter quality player. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you could start him and on, yeah, on like 25 different teams. Like he easily could be a starting player. Um, and he's coming off the bench. He's just a great scorer. Um, and I think that's part, I think he's a big reason, not a big reason, but I think he's definitely a key, um, point in how good this Nets team is going to be having a guy like Karis LeVert coming off your bench. Um, it's just scary. Um, but, I I do have him as my winner. I have a couple runner ups for the six man. I got, I mean, okay. I got to put Lou Will there. Um, I mean like this guy's the definition of six man. So Lou Williams, like if he goes gets another one, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, dude's a bucket. He can score whenever he wants. And my other runner up is uh Gallinari on the Atlanta mm, Hawks. Not bad, not bad. Um I think Gallinari is def- another guy where he's like a starter quality guy who who's gonna be coming off the bench this year behind John Collins. Um Gallinari starts a small forward most of the time, I think. I don't think he does. Does he not? No, I think they start um They start Reddit or Hunter? I think they start Hunter. Oh over Gallinari. It, it, it's, it's hard to say because he's just been hurt almost the entire year. Like yeah. he he's yeah, already on his second injury of the year. He that's started true. one of two where he played, so I don't really know what their plan is there. Yeah. I don't know, it might be like a I don't know. Yeah, I guess. But if he does end up coming off the bench, yeah, I mean I that's the thing about making this prediction early. You never yeah, really know. yeah. No, but, I love um, I love the pick of Gallinari. I really liked him, you know, in OKC. I thought he was a I thought he was a really good player when he was there, and I think he has a lot to contribute on the Hawks. So if he's gonna come off the bench, definitely a sli- uh, sure. candidate there. Yeah. I have, you know, I, I gotta differ with you guys again. I have Levert in my uh, honorable mentions, but I got another guy on the Nets. Actually, I think if he continues to put up solid numbers at center, can put it can uh, take the award, and that's Jared whoa, Allen. Whoa. He's putting up a double double coming off the bench, ten and twelve. 1.4 blocks, shooting 67%. So he's been really efficient with his minutes, um, contributing in two aspects uh, on the court with the offense and the defense, you know, the points and the rebounds. So I think if he can uh, complement Kyrie and KD's shooting well, just grabbing the boards and then chip in with, you know, 10 a night himself, I think he definitely has a chance at the award. Um, but Levert definitely, you know could take it from him for sure it's like on the clippers when they had harrell and lou yeah, Will both yeah. vying for the award they have you know. two guys that easily could be like jared allen and karis are both starter quality guys right. this team is so yeah sad. yeah this team is just, just looking at it's it. so deep yeah. and you know when you look at a team like this it's just it, it makes sense why they have two guys who can even like be considered in the conversation you know like it's just such yeah. a deep team and then speaking of last year, the Clippers, Harrell is my yeah. third, or I guess my second honorable mention, putting yeah. up 14 and seven on the Lakers. Uh, if he can, you know, anyone on that Lakers team definitely, you know, is put in a position for to have some success. And yeah. <laughs> if you're Harrell, you were able to do it on the Clippers yeah. last year. Now you're playing with LeBron and AD, the best or top two duo in the league. Uh, it's just it makes sense why you know he he'd be in the conversation. We'll see how the rest of his season goes, but right now I'm liking what he's producing and how efficiently he's producing it in his uh, in his bench minutes. So definitely one to look out for. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, he yeah he could easily go back to back. Actually, yeah, I'd uh, I'd Montrez as my second, but he just he just is so consistent and puts up yeah. Uh, like like Marcus Soul, like he'll split time with Marcus Soul, but he'll be called the sixth man, and he's just so consistent, puts up good numbers. Like you know what you're getting from him every night. Yeah, no, For he's sure. crazy. Um, next one, where you want to go, defensive? Um, yeah. All right, Caden, take it away. Who you got for Defensive Player of the Year? This is the only one where I had just one clear winner, and that would be Anthony Davis. I think. Last year he got he got robbed, and this year he will uh, just carry out and 
get 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 one finally. Yeah. Okay. We're three for three for agreeing with each other. <laughs> I also have Anthony Davis, especially if um I guess we'll see if LeBron ends up load managing as people mm-hmm. think. Um, but like if LeBron's load managing, Anthony Davis is gonna have an even bigger role. Yeah. Um, and that bigger role will be seen definitely on the defensive side. Um, and he just has like the qualities of like a defensive player of the year. Like he his presence on the court, um, just having him like in the paint, like defending. It's like guys don't want to drive on him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, yeah. I also had Anthony Davis. Yeah, it's it's impossible to disagree with this one. Um, Anthony Davis is far and away, you know, the obvious choice here. Uh, he's robbed, as you said, he was uh, debatably robbed last year. And if you know, if you're gonna rob someone like that, and they're gonna come back and likely put up very similar numbers on that Lakers team, he's got to win it this year. It's just it's inevitable. Um, something I was just noting when I looked at, you know, just only five games have been played this season, but Andre Drummond is putting up two and a half blocks and two and a half steals. Yeah. So just if he can keep that up, those numbers. Two and a half steals. Two and a half steals and two and a half blocks. So if he can keep up those numbers, which I'm sure those are going to dip. I mean, once again, as I said, we're five games in, but just hypothetically, it's just someone to look out Mm -hmm. for as like a sleeper there. Uh, He's been putting up good numbers. That's an interesting pick, Drummond. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, uh, do you do you do you guys play fantasy at all? He goes crazy in fantasy. Yeah, he's nuts in yeah, fantasy. Yeah. He goes. Cr- he is crazy. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have him, but I did end up picking up both Sexton and Garland, so I'm very happy. Yeah, I got that. Garland too. I got Garland. Oh, that's Dang, so man, nice. Sucks. My team's actually trash. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, on to most improved player. This is this is the hardest one in my opinion. This is the yeah. hardest one because like you've no idea if someone's gonna yeah. bre- like there could be some random guy who just breaks out and has an insane season. Mm-hmm. You really just gotta pick like you know just a hypothetical, just take yeah. a guess. Yeah, you know, just look at signs and take an educated guess. So, Caden, who you got for most yeah, improved player? This one I got six different people that um yeah, I, yeah, I, I just, thought could be you eligible. Go. Uh, at the top, though, I have uh, Garland and uh, Gildress Alexander, as well as Michael Porter Jr. Um, Garland's actually going crazy right now. He's yeah, Garland is. He's um, watching his highlights and watching parts of his games. He's a very underrated playmaker. And when I was doing my research for this, just comparing to his stats last year, right now he's averaging. 19 points, four rebounds, and seven assists. And last year, uh, he was averaging 12 points, one rebound, and four assists. So already, you can see that there's a big increase. And um, I, I feel like he'll carry that out for the whole season. I have, I have faith in him. Um, to talk more about some of my, I guess, sleeper picks, I have Christian Wood, OG Ananobi, and Andrew Wiggins. Um, I don't. I again. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I to to speak on OG Ananobi. I feel like as a Raptors fan, I'm able to see and understand his true value. But I guess um, as an outsider, like people who follow the NBA but not necessarily Raptors, don't really understand his impact on both ends on the floor, and that he's um, more than just the the score sheet. But I feel like he might have a, a breakout season, and I've I've always felt like he um, mirrors a lot of uh, a young Kawhi in that he was a good defender, oh, yeah. and then started increasing in offense. And then Andrew Wiggins, um, it's this it's a similar situation I thought to James Wiseman, where he's surrounded by such a good squad. Uh, he has a lot of veterans around him and stuff. And I, I feel like this can be a season. I feel like he's always had the potential to be to be great and to be what he was projected to be coming into the NBA. But he's, I don't know, he's he's never really shown, I guess, interest or the the yeah. will to become what what we all thought he was going to be. Yeah, the canadian jordan or whatever yeah. people call them yeah. out of like out of college or whatever yeah he looked he looked or like he school. was gonna be you know just the next biggest thing coming mm-hmm. out of college and he never really 
lived up to that whether it's work ethic or just just didn't have it yeah uh but i definitely think you know if he if he plays well off of curry he could end up definitely being in the most improved player conversation hasn't happened yet but i think they just need to learn how to click together Mm -hmm. and it could easily happen oh for sure that's a brand new team they got they need time to get their like groove going um but I'm I'm glad you actually mentioned OG because Me I have him winning most improved, um, and maybe maybe there is some bias yeah. here because I'm a Raptors fan. But um, you said it perfectly. You have to watch a lot of games of the Raptors to see OG's like impact. Yeah, because if you just look at his stats, um, they're not like they're they're great. They're good stats for sure. Um, but he, he's, I think he's one of the most complete players on the Raptors in terms of his, he's got the defense, his off, he's got the shot. He can shoot the open three, like his offense is getting there. Um, the, and I definitely think he, I think he'll be the winner. Um, but the only thing that makes me like hesitant to pick him for sure is, um, he's going to be taking obviously a bigger role this year than he just like. As, as he's growing, he's getting a bigger role on the team. And he's going to be taking more shots. And sometimes when you have a player who's gets a lot like more opportunity to shoot, they don't shoot it that well. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. I think it really depends on his shooting splits. Like if, if he can hit his shots when he takes them, I think he easily could get it. I think he's averaging like two, like almost three steals a game. Yeah. Um, like he has the defense. And you definitely see that on the court, but it just depends on if he can shoot the ball well. And if he doesn't, I have, I have Shea like Gilgis Alexander as my runner-up, mm-hmm. and Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, I, I think both well. of these guys are young guys who are um, definitely have the talent to be very very solid NBA players. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might have to give it to Shea if OG doesn't get it, only because. Like, Shea is the guy. Like, he's so young, and he's already the guy on his team. Like, there's no one else on that team that should be taking shots away from Shea. And he, it's, he's similar to, like, OG. He, he, he has it on both ends. He's a good defender, and he, like, is a good shot creator. He can create his own shot score. So, um, I, but this one's so hard to predict, honestly. So, like, who knows? Yeah, you, you really can just, you know, you could take a shot in the dark. You could be right. You could be wrong. You'll never know. Yeah. Um, but I I have a few guys, uh, just like Caden, I have six guys uh, to mention. And then I'll reveal my winner at the end. He'll be the last one. So first up, Caden mentioned Darius Garland. I'm going to go with the other one of the duo, the other part of Sexland. I'm going to go with mm. Colin Sexton. He just, he came out looking like a beast. And he looked like he showed so much promise in the past. But this year, he just looks like a different animal out there. Yeah. Working really, really well with Garland. Uh, and I think... W- Either of them definitely should be in the conversation, but I personally put Sexton. Uh, next up, obviously, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Uh, he just looks like he's primed to have an incredible season leading that team in OKC. No more Chris Paul. He's the guy now. So he looks like he's just in a great position to vie for the award. Yeah. Uh, I also put Michael Porter Jr. Um, he, you know, he showed a lot of promise in the bubble. Uh, and I think he can carry that over to the season. Uh, he his draft stock obviously fell because of his injury in college, and I but I think he can still live up to that potential that people thought he could be. And I think this could be the year he really breaks out. Uh, he just has to be given the right opportunity on that stacked Denver team, and I think he could yeah. really show what he's capable of. I also put OG Ananobi uh, as a Raptors fan. I just I couldn't dismiss OG. You know he's yeah, he's in that put him there. he's in that starting role now. Siakam's kind of starting to you know last year he was all star starter like he was he was taking all the shots he was just dominating. But this year he's kind of taking a regression. Um, I don't want to say regression, but just kind of you know he he's looking Rough a little start. worse than he was last year. He's looking a little rusty, but in his absence, OG has started to emerge and. I just I think this could definitely be OG's year to break out, and I wouldn't be surprised if he got the award. Next honorable mention, final honorable mention before the winner, Darius Basley on OKC. Uh, honestly, <laughs> didn't even know who he was before the season started, 
But now they've got him just coming off the bench, putting up almost a double-double a game, uh, just coming out of nowhere. And he could be like a Devontae Graham type where they really just come out of nowhere and start putting up numbers. Honestly, yeah, he actually is playing well. yeah, I know. I didn't know his name until I started playing fantasy and he was the number one on the waiver wire. And <laughs> I was just kind of like, who is this? And I checked his preseason stats, and he was balling out in the preseason. So I definitely, you know, he's a more of a sleeper pick, but just I just wanted to put the name out there just in case it happens. You know, I said it here <laughs> first on FTC. Yeah, you yeah know, there you go. You know, Darius Bazzi, <laughs> just come back. But now for my winner, he was an all-star last year, but just barely an all-star, and he's just taken his game to another level, and that's DeMontis Sabonis. He looks like an absolute stud out there. He, he is the star of the Pacers. He is he's playing like a top twenty player, which I didn't think he was when I when I made my list of top twenty NBA players coming into this season. He wasn't honestly he wasn't probably wasn't even top thirty on my list. Just maybe that was just me, you know, dismissing the guy from Indiana, the smaller market. But Demontis Sabonis looks like a beast right now, putting up really great numbers. Uh, he's the guy now. It's it used to be Oladipo with Sabonis taking a back seat, but now I definitely think it's Sabonis' time to shine. Uh, and I just I, I really think he's got a good chance of getting the award if he continues to put up these crazy numbers. He looks like a triple double or even near triple double machine out there. Yeah. Uh, I, and I granted, it's that. still early in the season, but if he keeps it up, wouldn't surprise me if he brought home the hardware. Yeah. He's also shooting like and he's shooting fi- like fifty eight percent from the field. Yeah, he's really efficient. Four percent from three. Like yeah, yeah. I, this dude, this dude is legit. I um, I think Demonte Sabonis is the 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 most underrated player in the league. Like he he even That's last right. year. I have like, no complaints uh, with that. People were wondering why like why he was an all star even though he was putting up a double double and shooting like uh over fifty percent. Like he he he's a really good yeah. player. I have no I complaints of sure. saying he's the most underrated player in the league. N- none. He's putting up 22, 11, and 7 with, as he Michael said, such efficient shooting. I think it's just because he, he's, I feel like he's like, I want to say he's like boring to yeah, watch. Yeah. He's got such a non-flashy yeah, he's like, like, he's, style. I guess yeah, he's like a quiet player, but he like puts in the work and he gets yeah. it done. Yeah, he's oh, just, he's sure. not flashy. He's not, you know, living life. He's not all over social media. He's not in the news much. Uh, he's playing on Indiana. He's not on some LA team, but... Just he's he's quietly playing very very well, and bring he's bringing the Pacers to a good record too. They're looking good this year. Yeah, so especially if he can lead them to a good record, it's just it's something to look at. For sure. All right, now for the the main the main topic here, the main award. Michael wanted to save it for last. Yes, the MVP award. This is this is always you know there's always five to seven players that are in the conversation every year and you can't yeah. really argue with any of them but it's just about which one you're gonna pick so Caden oh, I got first where again. are you gonna go with All this right. award so I I never yeah you got I narrowed mine down to three I thought there's three, three pretty also. obvious so my first is obviously Giannis that's an easy back-to-back he's a dominant player special yep. breed yeah unstoppable puts up light double doubles every game uh, <laughs> yeah. My second is Luka Doncic. Uh, he he is really he's really a franchise player. He he's he's brought the Mavericks up from <laughs> below contender. He he's really the full package of a point guard. He's got size. Yeah. He's a floor general. He can shoot. He can rebound. Like he's he's got it all. And then my last one, which might be a little bit of a surprise. But my last one is Kevin Durant. Um, if he stays healthy, I think he he'll be amazing. I I personally personally think this is a bit of a bold claim. But I personally think he's the, the the greatest scorer of all time. He can literally get a bucket however he wants. He's versatile. He's efficient. Yeah, so so far he's this season for four games, which isn't really much of a widespread, but he's put up yeah. 28 points, yeah. six rebounds, and five assists. Uh, he's been shooting over 50% from the field and from three. Uh, I think if he just remains healthy, that he, he'll do great things this season. I think we all forgot about 
how good he was in his ability while he was out. 100%. No, yeah, I I I don't disagree. I have MJ as the greatest scorer of all time, but KD is right there and if you're going to make that yeah. argument, I wouldn't disagree with you. Uh I think a lot of people just dismiss him for MVP because, you know, he's playing with Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, I I think people just can't people forget about Kevin Durant. People can't sleep. I had him coming in as the best player in the NBA just because when he went out, he was. So I thought I might as well just say it when he comes back in. And, you know, he's he's just a great, great player. So I, I respect the picks. I also like the pick for sure. Um, Isaac, do you want to go next or do you want me to go next? I can go if you want. Um, I insist you go. All right. So I didn't put Giannis in my top three just because he's coming off back to back. So I think the NBA, first of all, their narrative wants it to go to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, voter <laughs> exhaustion. The NBA likes voter a good fatigue. narrative, and uh, they 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 could kind of exhaust it with the same winner over and over. That's why MJ didn't yeah, win it every year. Stops. You know, just they they get exhausted with the same winner. And second, if you look at you know the Bucks a couple nights ago set the record for threes in a game, and I think Giannis ended up with nine points. Yeah. So I think this is definitely a different Bucks yeah, team, a deeper, you know, more. You know, scoring-oriented Bucks mm-hmm. team. So if Holiday is going to be putting up points, if Middleton's going to be putting up crazy numbers, Giannis might not take a back seat. Obviously, he's still a top five player in the world, but just you know, he won't have the absolute dominant numbers he had before. And I think that and the narrative will combine to just kind of not give Giannis the award. I got obviously Luca. You know, just he looks like he's poised to win the award on that Dallas team. Uh, KP is not there right now. When he comes back, they'll be a great duo. He is just—he's the most talented young player in the league. Uh, it looks like one—he's—he's he's already a top ten player in the league, and he's just entering his third season. So I think that just shows how ridiculous he is. Put up near triple double numbers for a large portion of last year, and you know, if anything—if this is any year like—if this year is anything like last year, and you know, the Mavericks can finish with a good record, because obviously an MVP. It's not the same as best player. MVP, you got to have a good record. So if the Mavs can finish like that, I see no reason why Luka wouldn't win. My second, uh, Steph Curry. Uh, once again, this is record dependent because, you know, the Warriors, they, they started off slow. But as Michael said, they're a new team. Uh, Draymond Green hasn't even played yet. They just got to find a way to mesh together and click. But Curry, you know, last time he was wi- without Kevin Durant for a full season. Uh, he he won back-to-back MVPs, and his 2016 season was so good coming off an MVP that he was fourth in most improved player voting coming off an MVP. So that just shows how ridiculous yeah. he was last time he was out KD. Granted, it kind of derailed him when Clay went out because, you know, that's just that's his dynamic duo partner right there, just Curry and Clay, the Splash Brothers. But I think now, just more than ever, Curry is... You know, he's by himself without KD again. He's the guy. So I think if this Warriors team can get it rolling, just set him some screens, get him the open shots, get him back into MVP form. It wouldn't surprise me if he came back and took the MVP. And finally, you got to go with the scoring machine. Not Kevin Durant, the other scoring machine, James Harden. Uh, Barring he stays in Houston, I don't know what's going to happen with that whole situation but i think you know harden's just too hard of a player to trade especially mid-season uh i think harden right now i know it's only through three games but he's putting up 37 5 and 11 shooting 53 percent and 46 from three so he's been pretty efficient with it and if he can keep that up you know he's he, he's put up crazy scoring numbers before so it wouldn't even honestly yeah. it wouldn't absolutely blow my mind if he averaged 37 for a season he's averaged <laughs> near that before to be honest like he he has averaged near that before didn't he average 36 for a really long stretch? oh yeah 36 36 he in a season on, i think yeah so he did 36 two years ago i think yeah so you know if he if he remains you know healthy if john wall remains healthy john wall is one of the best passers in the league so if he can rack up assists passing to harden uh i i, I definitely like harden's chances uh, he's just as long as once again ro- record dependent. Rockets are one and two right now, but if they can, you know, get it going, it just it wouldn't shock me if Harden were to come away with this award. Just the way, the way he plays, it just it's very, you know, it favors his chances for MVP. The way he plays, very stats oriented. 
uh i i really like his odds for sure um i like those picks pick some i i i there's just like a select guys that we're all yeah from there's um there's really only a few i yeah like some of the guys i had i had harden i mean harden's like a you said it yourself he just like he racks up the stats his stats are insane to look at um and very record dependent I also had Luca. I mean, Luca's always just gonna be there. I had Curry. Curry. I'm glad you put Curry, because um, he definitely could be the guy and just average like 30, shooting insane. It all depends on his how his team plays and if he has the record. I and I also put Kevin Durant, but none of them are my winners. I went mm. for, I went for an interesting take here. Now, first of all, this guy is looking like an absolute machine. He looks unstoppable on the court. Um, I We've only had a couple games, but they have the record. They, they're, his team is already looking good enough to have the record to get the MVP. And that is Trey Young. Whoa. I have Trey Young winning wow. the MVP. He is averaging 33 points, 8 assists, 4.5 rebounds on 50% from the field. He's shooting... About league average from three, but I think as a guy like Trey Young, I think he can get that up. I mean, we've seen him shoot before. He can definitely hit the three ball deep, too. And his team is looking incredible. The Atlanta Hawks are one of the most surprising teams this year so far right out the gate. They're 4-1. and one. They just beat the Brooklyn Nets today, one of the best teams or one of the favorites this year. Um, like, this team has potential to be one of the top seeds in its um, conference. And Trey Young's leading them, averaging 30 points a game. Like, he, he did this... I mean, it was a sh- shorter season last year, but he did this exact thing last year. He just... His team didn't have the record. But now, it's a new year. Um, the younger guys have gone better. Cam Reddish is playing better. Gallinari off the bench. John Collins. Um, you got Capella as the, like, defensive anchor. And Tra- Trey Young's a... As much as he scores, he also passes a good amount. So he's got guys to pass to. Um, he's one of those guys that has the stats, and if he if he has the record, I I can see Trey Young winning the MVP this year. Do you- yeah, he was definitely a guy I looked at when I was you know doing my research, but I just I didn't I don't I don't see the Hawks having that good of a record and him keeping up that insane of stats to keep it up but i respect the pick do you do you do you think that trey young is better than luka Doncic? so i think it, so no one for one i don't um as a whole player like I, I if you're talking about just as a whole player um no obviously i'd rather have luka luka is just better all around but Trey Young, dude, can I don't know, like he holds his own when he for scoring and passing. Like he's a good passer and he's a he's a great scorer. Yeah, they both He's a bucket. They both fit their systems really well. It's it was yeah. a really it was a really good trade, you know, when Luca for Trey, obviously on draft night. It was a good deal for both sides. I yeah, think for sure. I feel like people even disrespect. I think Trey Young gets disrespected. I, agree with that. I, agree I completely that. agree. He gets he gets disrespected for his you know the defense obviously his defense is he is a bad <laughs> not good that's his only problem but I think people that's not the main focus in the MVP award you know so I definitely yeah. can respect the pick yeah um but and he's leading this this Hawks team man I don't know they just beat the Nets today like that blew yeah, me away they're, they're looking they're looking good they look really good. Uh, this um, season has just been it's been full of surprises this this season some yeah. of the things that have gone on some of the teams that are you know doing really well yeah, some of the teams yeah. that are doing really poorly just yeah, like the Raptors yeah the Raptors are home. like why do we look terrible why do we actually look horrendous we look so yeah. bad it hurts me hurts me I don't know what is going on. like Siakam what is <laughs> what, like what happened he was so, like two years ago he was an insane he was just a great great player and then Last year in the playoffs, he yeah. just didn't perform, and like, is that gonna? Con- like, I really hope that doesn't continue this season, because, um, I don't know. As like a Raptors fan, I was super excited to have a guy like Siakam locked up. We haven't locked up what for like three years mm-hmm. on contract or something like that. So I was, it's exciting, but like, I don't know. Like, 
what do we do with si- if Siakam keeps this up? Like, I don't know what the Raptors are going to do here because he's their guy or supposed to be. Yeah, I, I think the – yeah, I, I agree with the Siakam, but I think the such the, the great thing about the Raptors themselves is that there's – there's so many pieces and so much depth that uh, we don't necessarily need to be dependent on one person. Like Fred can drop like 30 or Lowry can drop like 30. Like we have a, a lot of pieces that. Um, yeah. Powell can come out and just have a crazy yeah, game out of nowhere. Yeah. That's true. Like I said, um, I said last year coming into the playoff or I guess before the, you know, everything happened with the restart. I said Raptors look like one of the deepest teams, if not the deepest team in the league. Just so many pieces coming off the bench. Now, obviously, they've lost, you know, their big men, Gasol and Ibaka. And Baines and Len are not replacements <laughs> for them. Uh, but Boucher is, you know, really starting to yeah, step up a little bit. Uh, yeah, we got Malachi Flynn, you know, the rookie in there now. He looks he looks like he could. He has a lot of potential. Yeah, he, looks, he looks solid. Yeah, so... You know, it's a new look Raptors team, but we need we definitely need Siakam to, you know, get back on track if we want to. You know, like the record's not looking great right now. Granted, we're still we're four games in, but you know, one and three with your only win coming against the Knicks. Just yeah, I don't know. it's a it's a it's been weird. Like a lot of the teams that were good last year, it's only been four games. But like the Mavericks are one and three, the Nuggets are one yeah. and three, the Bucks are two and three. Like it's it's been kind of weird. I I completely the yeah and the do we the magic are four and one yeah, or something no. they were the magic yeah like the yesterday. magic have been a crazy surprise like four and one I I really don't understand how the Hawks like I know Trey's been playing really well but I never would have thought despite that that they're four and one I thought they'd be I I still think they'll be a fringe playoff team like around the seven eight seed but you know if they, if they keep this up they'll be you know one of the top seeds in the in the East so that's crazy um. I didn't think Washington would do nearly this poorly. They just got their first win uh, without Russell Westbrook playing, yeah. so that, that's kind of you know funny. But yeah, yeah it's just it's, it's been a wild season. Oh, for sure. And a team, honestly, a team I really w- I'm excited to look out for this year is the Suns and the Kings. Yeah, the Kings yeah. are looking nice. I think both of these teams, the Kings are looking really nice, and this I think the Suns could definitely be there too. Um, Devin Booker's kind of had a slow start a little bit. He's averaging like 20 points, which is still really good, but we know Devin Booker can like score a bunch. Um, but those two teams, they got some young guys. I wouldn't be surprised if they take a big jump this year. Yeah. Like, I'd I, like to see both those teams in the playoffs. I completely sure. agree. The Kings, Michael, you know, they're one of my favorite teams in the yeah. NBA. You know, they got one of my besides Kyle Lowry my favorite player in the NBA Buddy Heald uh he's just he's a bucket uh I love I love I love the way they play um I love you know their culture there uh and I think it's really they're really an interesting team to watch same with Phoenix I love you know I love the Suns I love Devin Booker so I'd love to see him in the playoffs what they did coming into the bubble as the last seed and just really making a run doing everything they could was just it was really phenomenal to watch so definitely an interesting team yeah yeah and no. also with the uh, the addition of chris paul that's such a nice touch for for their offense and how they run and uh, i i think they will do quite well this season oh for sure um no yeah when they got chris paul i was really happy because um the suns really have lacked a good point guard they've always had devin booker yeah um but they really never had that playmaking point guard, and Chris Paul is per- the perfect guy for this role. He's a vet, like he can mentor some of this young team. And they could—I mean, look, Chris, people disrespected Chris Paul on the on the Thunder, and they That's did really fact. well last year. So, who knows what the Suns could do this year? Yeah, Chris Paul was—you know—he was in my top five. If I if I were to put MVP votes at the end of the year, he was definitely in my top five. The way he was able to lead that OKC team, I thought they'd be out of the playoffs near the bottom to be honest just yeah for sure i didn't see chris paul leading that team and he did and i was so impressed and i gained so much respect for him last year uh so i i love the fact that the suns went out they knew they needed like a point guard some guy to a guy to set up devin booker a veteran presence and they went out and got chris paul i love it ayton is on the he's on the come up ayton definitely looks like he could be a great fit with Devin Booker and Chris Paul, so I'm really excited to see. Yeah, no, 
uh definitely honestly another team i guess it, i honestly this is a season where there's these really young teams teams like the suns like the kings um and a team like the pelicans where they i think could take these like massive jumps we have we've had these young teams they've been doing okay these last couple of seasons but um this could be the this could be the year where things look a little different in terms of who which guys are leading yeah. which teams to good records like yeah yeah pelicans i don't know it's as long as you know they can all stay healthy there zion's health is always a question but yeah always. i love brandon ingram's game <laughs> yeah, brandon ingram's uh so unfortunately good. drew holiday is gone i really like him but i still think that pelicans team has the potential to be really good yeah i was gonna add lonzo ball as one of my candidates for um most improved but uh, i didn't end up doing it but i feel like this could be a season where he breaks out and really show that he's he's capable of taking that point guard position yeah i completely agree this definitely could be lonzo's breakout season where he finally not necessarily shows that number two potential or like what we saw from him at ucla but definitely steps up his game i I could definitely see it um yeah no for honestly that's an interesting pick lonzo I don't know, Lonzo Ball is also one of those guys that could have, like, one of those quiet, like, really good seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I think uh, I think that's definitely a good place to, you know, and we've really gone over. We've Obviously, we've talked about all our awards. We've gone over a lot of oh, the yeah. interesting teams from the year. Um, yeah, I think this was a really uh, great episode. I want to thank Caden uh, for coming on the podcast, yeah, thanks, giving his Kaden, opinions. Bro. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah, of course. Of course. Thank you for, you know, coming, doing your research, coming prepared, you know, yeah, bringing, know, bringing in a new, respect. bringing a new opinion, yeah. one that's not, you know, like our other uh, hosts, LeBron oriented <laughs> all the time. Yeah. So Fuck. you already know, you already know Seth would have come, LeBron MVP, AD also yeah. in the MVP conversation, just he's, uh, yeah, he's very LeBron oriented. So it's nice to have, you know, a, a fresh uh, view here. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, it's good. Thanks thanks for uh coming out, Caden. I do, I really respect the coming for you coming as prepared yeah, as you yeah, were. Yeah, I had yeah. to. I had um to. everyone go check <laughs> out his uh drop in his new clothing company, Token. Yep. I say that yep, right? Yep, you're good. Token. All right, new hoodies are dropping yes, January sir. 3rd, which yeah, is yeah, the yeah, day yeah, after this podcast this, is released. Get your hoodies. Yeah, guys. I appreciate everyone it. Everyone get your hoodies. All right, uh, that's going to do it for another episode of For the Culture. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Everyone, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. Go check out the Instagram at ftc.podcast. Drop a comment, drop a like on the new post. Give us a follow if you want. Shoot us a DM, whatever you want. Yeah, that'll do it for the episode. My name is Isaac Gall. I'm Michael Gervey. And we are For For the the culture. Culture. Thank you.